Coming to you on some serious tape delay via a podcast near you. From that hockey hotbed of San Jose, California, it's Dudes on Hockey. He is now accepting callers. He is calling me Dude. And now your hosts, Mike and Doug. Hey there and welcome to the Dudes on Hockey podcast. I'm Mike, that's Doug. Yeah. Feeling better, dude? Dude, yeah, I'm feeling better. I was out. That's why we didn't record last week. Got struck with uh, a little cold. My daughter came home sick. You know, and Glad parent, parents, parents, you know. Glad it wasn't the coronavirus. Dude, dude. Uh, dude is that what we're leading with here? We're going to lead with the coronavirus. No, we're it's a good news. You don't have it. Impeachment. You didn't You didn't get impeached either, did you? <laughs> See, everything's coming up, Doug, this week. Well, it. That's right. No coronavirus, no impeachment. That's right. Yeah. Sharks won two in a row. That's right. I mean, things are really looking up. Really looking up. (laughs) I mean, it's all optimism from here on out. Although I saw some article about locusts. So, you know, I'm (laughs) getting a little concerned. I'm a little concerned. That's right. Oh, dude. Well, the world is ending because the Sharks went on a road trip and won two in a row. I don't know. Against two playoff teams in pretty convincing fashion. So I don't even know what to say about... Um, you know, dude, I mean, we went to two home games in a row. We went to the Ducks game and the Vancouver game, two completely different experiences Yeah, at the tank. Sharks look great against the Ducks. Sharks look bad against Vancouver. Right. Um, and then, you know, Sharks lose to Tampa Bay at home. Yeah. Uh, Tomas Hurdle goes out in that Vancouver game. Right, it was the Vancouver game. Yeah. Was that that game, yeah. or was it the Tampa Bay game? Uh, no, I think we were there. Were we there? I we, we were there. there. Yeah, because yeah, we saw him try to come back out on the ice, and then he turned around and left. Right. Um, knee then, destroyed again. Of course, out with a um, another knee injury, but not the same knee that he hurt before. This is the other knee, but still destroyed. I think whoever said that he will be back for training camp is. Uh, either delusional or wildly optimistic. I don't know which, but uh, it. I don't think you can come back from that kind of reconstruction in this amount of time in six months. I think it's more like a nine to twelve month situation. Well, it's so just it. The whole thing is, you know, this guy. <laughs> whenever the sun seems to shine on this guy, yeah, something bad happens. You know, I mean, this guy was he was lighting the league on fire, and then he got hurt. This was his rookie year, right? Mm-hmm. And now here he is. He just he was he was the star of the NHL All Star Game, right? He wasn't even supposed to be there, right? And now he's coming into his own. You know, he's the top offensive player on a team right now that is struggling, but he's really playing well. And then he blows up his knee. It just was uh, another slap in the onions. Yeah, you know, to the Sharks this year, on a team that is already uh, beyond down, they're laying in the gutter, waiting for the clown to drag them in. <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it's. I think you know now their their best centers are Barkley, Goodrow, Joe Thornton, and my friend Jason, who works in the penalty box. Do you know that Barkley Goodrow listens to the podcast? Dude? I did know that because we got a Facebook message from him. Well, I mean, he's been listening under the name of Peter. Yeah. But, Such uh, an implausible name. Peter, Peter has been messaging us on Facebook about how great Barkley Goudreau is. And the only thing that we can uh, figure is that 
Peter is Barkley Goudreau. That's clearly the case. Because... I mean, Peter? No one is as big a fan of Barkley Goudreau as Peter. Right. So, Barkley, thanks for listening, man. (laughs) Really appreciate it. If you ever want to come on the show, just, you know, send us another one. As as Peter, if you must. (laughs) And send say, us another message yeah. if you ever want to come on and you know sure we'll talk to peter <laughs> absolutely but but honestly i'm making air quotes peter <laughs> i do think barkley goodrow is a is one of the small bright spots on this team. sure I, i've always liked sure. barkley goodrow i mean he's he's trying to um you know seize the opportunity and i know that when he fought lucic evander kane specifically said you know, that was a welcome situation. And I think that's sort of the direction that Bob Bugner is trying to steer this team at this point. Oh. They're not going to win a ton of games by having overwhelming firepower, but they might win some games on heart like they did this past week. And that's, and Barkley Goodrow going after Milan Lucic, who may not be exactly a scorer anymore in the NHL, is still a fearsome opponent yeah. when it comes to. Oh. The Fisticuffs. I think Milan yeah. Lucic was actually a Golden Gloves boxer in Vancouver when he was growing up. I mean, who wants to fight this guy? Nobody. Nobody. Barkley Goodrow wading in. Yeah, you, you love that. Like, that was awesome. I love that moment in the game this week where, you know, Lucic takes a cheap hit at Kane mm-hmm. and Goodrow comes completely. He's fighting three levels out of his class. Oh, yeah. To come after Lucic, you sort of looked at him like, like Goodrow was nuts, right? <laughs> and yeah, I love that. And this is... You know, if Bugner is going to stay the coach of this team, which I still find it to be doubtful, but, you know, we'll see. Yeah. You know, if he is, then there's going to have to be more of that, right? There, Even whoever the new coach is, there needs to be more of that. But this is, you know, Bugner, this is who this guy is, right? I mean, yeah. like, you know, yeah. we're not talking about trying to be like the... You know the seventy-five flyers no, we're not with Tiger about Williams that, or something. But you need to have some sort of team toughness here, right? Where you're not just going to let guys run you over, you know. And yeah, that was a huge moment, uh, Peter. We love that <laughs> response from you again with the air quotes. Yeah. Um. In all seriousness, you know, uh, Peter's been messaging us about Barkley Goudreau for the last couple months, and you know, you're right. I mean, you're right, uh, Barkley. I mean, Peter, that um. He's having a he's having a good season. My point when we talked about this before was that I think Barkley Goudreau is a good player on this team in a more reasonable role. Right. You know, I, I don't think Barkley Goudreau should be playing top nine forward minutes. Like I just don't think that that's it doesn't make sense. That that's not what he would be doing, I don't think, for really any other team in the NHL. Like, I mean, not no. say not any, maybe Detroit. But um, you know, <laughs> yeah, right. Like on a on a playoff caliber team, yeah. that's not his role. Can he be a really good fourth line player and show some of this toughness and the occasional scoring touch? I mean, he scored one of the biggest goals in Sharks franchise history. That's right. right? That's right. I mean, we're not saying we don't like Barkley Goudreau. Not at all. Just saying, I'm not pretending that he's a top six forward. Right. right? Like yeah, I just, yeah, we can't. I don't, I don't think that that's. That shouldn't be where we're going with this. Right? Is he the kind of player that can inject some energy in a season that now appears to be completely lost? Now hold yes. on, we've lost two in a row. I mean, one, one, one two one, in two a row. row. Yeah. Now hold on, we've won two in a row. <laughs> yeah, it's a little hard. To... All right, we've won three of five. Dude. Great dude, great dude. Oh, dude, I have a trivia question for you. Yes. In the last fifteen games, yes, the Sharks have won seven of those fifteen games. Yes. How many games had Martin Jones in net? 
Zero. Zero is the answer. Ah. Zero is the answer. Yes. And if this wasn't clear before, it's clear now. Well, we saw it firsthand when we were at the Vancouver game. He was straight up balls. He was terrible. Yeah. He was so bad. He looked he looked like a shell of an yeah. NHL goalie. I, I, he gave up some terrible goals. Mm-hmm. He didn't make, I don't think, even one like what you would consider to be like great stop right yeah and when the wheels came off i mean the sharks were in that game right Mm -hmm. they were winning that game they were winning that game going into the third and then it just completely fell apart yeah and it was just over like i mean then the game was just over the fourth goal if i remember right was so bad i mean it was just he was just flopping around like a fish it was I, i just don't know what what do you do with him now, dude? What do you do with him? I know that's been a question that's been posed to Kerr's many times in his uh, in his column and Q and A's and those kinds of things, and and certainly people have been talking about Aaron Dell being traded because he's going to be unrestricted free agent. I mean, this is clearly the conversation we need to have right now. But he raised the point. I mean, are we beyond the pale of Martin Jones at this point? Is it we have to get rid of this guy. We either put him in the minors and eat the cap hit, or we buy him out and pay him a reduced salary for the next six years. Is this where we are? Is there, or is there some way to try? I'm. This is unsalvageable at this point. Look, I have. This is my suggestion, dude. Yeah. All right. Because Lord knows all, we know a lot more about this uh, than Doug Wilson. Okay. Right. Well, we do. In this case, I'm going to say yes. <laughs> Martin Jones should be sent down to the Barracuda now. He should be sent down and he should play every single game for the Barracuda for the rest of this year to try and figure it out. Because if he goes 0-20 down there, who cares? Right. right? Mm -hmm. Who cares? Sorry. No disrespect to the Barracuda who are already terrible. Yes. Right? Bring up their terrible goalie who's Mm -hmm. having a bad year Mm -hmm. or sign someone off the... NHL scrap heap right. to come in and back up Dell and let Dell play 80 to 90% of the rest of the games because he deserves it. Like Kerr's posted a stat like of since, you know, in the last month or, or something like that or two months, he's fourth yeah. in goaltending in the league. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how you could even consider trading Aaron Dell. How could you even consider it at this point? Well, because the alternative also is uncomfortable to think about, which is to sign him to an extension. But he has, he, he, you're not going to, he's not going to get like a big money. I know. I guess you signed him to a one year deal, an approve me deal. Okay. I, I guess that's what I would advocate sure. for. You can't give, you can't even give him two years. You got to give him one year. But you, 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 the problem with this team has been awful goaltending and he's delivering top 10 level in short sample size yeah in two goaltending. months okay dude but there's no other option like what are you gonna do i don't like know. i mean there's not unless they're gonna go out there and swing a trade maybe peter for... i mean barkley could play goalie as well <laughs> peter you up for it <laughs> i mean bark i mean barkley. whoever you are it's barkley i mean there's no other option internally right yeah. unless there there is some other plan to go out and get another goaltender which you know, going out and signing some sort of free agent for big money Can't. sounds even more frightening, and right? And it's a dumb idea. So anyway. I think the... And what would you even get for Dell? A fourth? A yeah, fifth? For some team that needs a backup, right? Yeah. You're not going to get anything that's worth anything. So don't do it. 
Yeah, I mean, trading Dell, unless you got back something of value, right? Like of real value, which I just don't see you, that you, you being just can't. what's going to happen. You can't. You can't. You can't trade him. Like, really, what does that say to the team at this point, right? Like, because they all, you, you, you got to feel like they know Martin Jones sucks. Like, he's terrible. <laughs> the, yeah, the worst, clearly the worst option is to trade Dell and then play Jones. A, a better option, still bad, would be to trade Dell and play somebody else in goal. Well, whether unless it's a, there a was another, well, there's nobody. I mean, there's yeah. there's nobody, the, there's nobody, right? Unless they were going to trade for, you know, the Rangers, yeah, one of their extra goalies, right, or someone else, right. If there was some other goalie out there that's available that they would rather have be the long term fit here, but I think the only way to find out if Martin Jones is going to be able to get out of this is to let him play, but you can't let him play at the NHL level. No, he's not. He's not making it happen. You're going to have to let him play here in San Jose right in front of your nose. Let him play a lot. Mm-hmm. No one's going to claim him when you send him down on waivers. No, no. Uh, let him play. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess this is the the, the best of the, a bunch of bad options. Right. I, I mean, or, or even, you, it, you know, and if he doesn't want to go on the road AHL style, okay, play all the home games then. Right. What do you mean if he doesn't want to go on the road? Okay. Well, if you don't want to, you want to, you know, insult him. Right. What? What do you mean? So many, so many decent players. David Backus got sent down to the no, minors. David Backus didn't go. He just, decided, but then they don't pay him. Right. Because so if Martin Jones doesn't want to go, that's the best possible option yeah. for the Sharks. Yeah, you don't pay true. him. You're right. All right. So, ride I mean, the bus. Me. Remember, Kyle McLaren was in the minors for like two years. Anyway, uh, but yeah, that's it's it's a bad situation. We're getting close. I think we're two, not a little over two weeks away from the trade deadline. It's the twentieth. 20 24th 20 something like that anyway yeah i mean dude i just i don't unless there is some sort of other plan here right right? this is the part that's going to make me laugh really hard the sharks are going to win like eight in a row (laughs) okay yeah they're not i bet you they don't lose until um the we get to the so Calgary winnable, Winnipeg winnable, Minnesota winnable, Florida home winnable, New Jersey winnable, Rangers winnable, Islanders mm, tough game, yeah. not impossible. Right. The Sharks will win. <laughs> the Sharks can win seven the next, in a row. Yeah, the Sharks can win seven. In a row. And then all of a sudden they'll be like five points out of the wild card spot. Uh, and then what are you going to do? Yeah. Then what do you do at that point? Right. I'm asking you a serious question. If the Sharks win the next seven in a row. And it's hilarious, but now all of a sudden Brent Burns looks like Brent Burns, right? right? And Eric Carlson's playing really well, you know. And your two top centers are out, right? Mm-hmm. But you know they're playing a way better team game than they have in a long time. Although they did this for two games when Couture got hurt too, yeah, right, yeah. But I'm telling you, this would be classic Sharks. To win the next seven in a row. Yep. And then make Doug Wilson go, mm, Right. What do I do? Then I'd be glad I'm not Doug Wilson, I guess, if I was in that position. Because, I mean, the, the chance of the Sharks making the playoffs is still very small. Even if they win the next five or six in a row and and put together a big win streak, it's still not great because there's so many going to be so many teams ahead of them. 
it's just it's a lost season with with hurdle out couture an ankle injury which is a bad injury to have as a hockey player it's hard to put hard to lace up a skate it's just it's just not looking good it, i i don't think you can just like you can't ditch a plan with five game you know five lo- uh, losses in a row you can't ditch a plan with five wins in a row so i mean dylan has to be traded you got to get value for him you you see what else you can do. So uh, let me ask you this question, okay? If let's say the Sharks were playing the way that they were supposed to play this year, which is be a playoff hockey team, there's no way they would trade Brendan, Brendan Dillon, right? So if they were, they a, might still actually because of their cap situation. If, if if they were a playoff team, like if they were first in the Pacific, they're not going to trade Brendan Dillon on their way to a cup run. Right? Okay, yeah, right? Okay, right. They wouldn't do that. So if everything was going the way it was supposed to. Were they going to sign him? Do you think? Like with everything, let's say everything was going according to plan, and the Sharks were going to make the conference finals again. Were they going to sign him yeah, in the off walk. season? Let him walk. They were going to let him walk, probably, because he couldn't pay him what he'd be worth. What's he going to? What's he going to get? Like, what does he get? Four or five. Okay. Sharks can't afford that. Wow. Yeah, that's why they're talking to Shimmick, right? That's the news this week. Is they're in contract talks with? Well, they should Shimmick. be. They should be. You can't let him go too. Right. But like, he's not he's not Brennan Dillon. He's got like thirteen points and he's minus fifteen or something. I mean, and he can't stay no. healthy. So I mean he's not I, I mean, I'd much rather have Brendan Dillon than Radim Shimmick, despite oh, of course. the love he gets on Reddit and other places and of how course. great their record is with him in the lineup. Uh, no, well I mean that's not about Shimmick. That's about how poor their overall depth is, right? <laughs> yeah. That's how yeah. that they just didn't have a seventh player to come in. Yeah. And play those minutes, right? True, true. So, do you think Vegas would trade for Tim Heed? That's a joke. <laughs> no, um, they like Ryan Carpenter. Pizza poor. Hey, we got you, Tim Heed. <laughs> what? That was no! so so funny. No, <laughs> just trade Vegas all the players he hates. That was so funny. No. Oh man. Oh man. But dude, I mean, they're gonna they're gonna trade. They're gonna trade yeah. Brendan Dillon. They're uh, who else should they trade? Should they trade? Kevin well, LeBay? I thought. Well, you know, Kevin Curse wrote an interesting article today where he talked about the guys who might be available. Um, he said Dylan is a lock, basically, to go. And then he posed the question about Melker Carlson: Do you trade Melker Carlson, or for the return that you'll get, which is probably like a fifth and six or six round pick, is it just better to keep Melker Carlson and sign him yourself, like? He's overpaid right now for what he does. No one's going to give him a $2 million a year deal, right? Right, right. Because he's not doing what he did when he first, you know, he was Mm -hmm. sort of playing top six minutes, right? Yeah. That's not who he is anymore. But are you better served keeping him around for like a million dollar deal moving forward, like even just for one year? Or, you know, is he a replaceable part and you may as well just get anything you can for him, right? I mean, he's a key part of the penalty kill. Yeah, I, I, I tend to think that you might just want to sign him because he's a known quantity. He's not super expensive. Unless in the next two weeks, it becomes obvious that Alex True or one of these other guys is an NHL quality player because he would be the guy that would be replacing him. And it seems like the Sharks have not hit upon any sure. minor league players that can take that roster spot on a consistent well, basis. Well, let's talk about that, dude. I'd say that this road trip was pretty good for those, you know, for these... Uh, AHL players, you know, Letanoff got his first goal, and it was, you know, a uh, a goal that was in the dirty area, you know, and Shrew got his first point, you know, that happened in Edmonton. 
you got to give the Sharks a lot of credit. I mean, they fell down 2 nothing early yep. in Edmonton and could have just been like, forget just it. Just full right? tent, yeah. But that is not what happened, right? That nope. is not what happened. Timo Meyer, Timo Meyer finally, hi, welcome. <laughs> welcome back. All right. You know, hat trick, you know, Brent Burns, um, you know, and then the Calgary game before that with, you know, the whole Goudreau sticking up for Kane and, you know, them playing well. Calgary's a, I mean, Calgary, dude, I mean, like they, they got embarrassed by Edmonton over the weekend and then they follow up. If I was in Vegas, I would have bet on Calgary to kill the Sharks and instead they let the sharks walk all over them. Yeah, like, yeah. And like that to, to me, that tells me a lot about Calgary and yeah. tells me a lot is not good. Like that's not, that's not good. Yeah. Like, Calgary doesn't look like they're going in the right direction here. Well, for a team that is, you know, in the playoff mix, I mean, their goal differential is uh pretty scary. They've yep. got a below 500 record at, uh, at home. Um, this is not a good, you know, not not an awful hockey team, but not a good one. No. Right? And um, if you're Calgary, I don't know how you can justify, like, going out and, like, making a bunch of trades for, like, a playoff run. It might be interesting to see if they do the opposite, right? They sell? Well, I mean, I... Didn't Giordano just get hurt? He did. He got hurt in the game against us, didn't he? I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know what happened or how long it is, but, you know... Yikes. It, yeah. Yeesh, dude. Yeesh. It's not expected. It's still Vancouver and Edmonton on top of the Pacific. It's uh, a little weird. And the Ducks are coming on hot. They're 6 2 and 2 in their last 10. The Ducks are now ahead of the Sharks by a point. So, yeah, Sharks are almost in the basement Ducks are here. horrible, dude. Come on, dude. The Kings like, are we worse. Saw the, we, saw, Kings we saw the Ducks in person. They're bad. Yeah, that's the, a bad... They look really bad that That's a really bad, bad hockey game. team. They look really yeah, bad that, that is game. not a yeah. good hockey team yeah. at all. Yeah. Like, Sharks are a better hockey team than... And, the, and John the Gibson, who is the stats darling of goaltenders oh, in the NHL, is having a bad year. A bad this, year. Just pro- this continues to fortify my point that... It is not worth. I hope Doug Wilson has learned a lesson to not sign any goaltender to a long-term deal for a lot of money. I hope that never happens again, unless there becomes some obvious stratification of goaltenders in the NHL. Just these guys do not. You can't count on them playing great year to year. It just does not happen. There's right. three goalies in the league at any one time that do that. Right. And even then, you know, Pekarene had two terrible years in a row. <laughs> right. And you thought he was locked to be one of those guys. So. If, if there's anything, hopefully, that we've learned here from this expensive experiment with Martin Jones, it's hopefully we go, I mean, it sounds ridiculous, but we go the Philadelphia Flyers route and do the Michael Layton tandem nonsense or the Thomas Grice stuff that they're doing on the island. I mean, you got to do something like that because for every Carey Price, there's probably three or four Martin Jones. Hasn't Joneses. worked out great with Carey Price either. I know. I mean, it hurt all the time. You know, I mean, like, you're right. I mean, it's hard to point at a team and with that has a goalie locked locked up to a long-term contract i mean even mark andre fleury he got traded out of pittsburgh because yeah. of his contract it was, so, right? and it was bad he was really bad they couldn't play him that year right they couldn't and play now him. all of a sudden you know it, it's yeah, and then the guy they were sure was going to be so great isn't good you know it just yeah it no and they're on twice. Yeah, they're on the third guy now yeah. right yeah. so you're right dude you're right um i think the uh, the thing that Kevin Curse wrote about that I thought was interesting that you know he seemed to imply that 
if there was going to be a surprise, um, well, first of all, we need to talk about Joe and Patty, but we'll talk about that in a second. If there was going to be a surprise player dealt that that player in his estimation would be Brent Burns, that he thought Burns could be the one that could go. He said, there's something off with him. Mm -hmm. He does not seem like it's himself. He doesn't seem happy. Not the same guy. Right. On the ice and off. Like maybe, you know, I don't know. I mean, who knows what the reason is? He was like, is this this Pavelski being gone affecting him more than other guys? Is the fact that he knows this is Jumbo's last go affecting him more than other guys? Does he not like that he's not the guy? Mm-hmm. He's not the guy, he right? He's not. You know, it's Eric Carlson. Does he not like that? Well, I don't know. You know, like maybe he didn't like, doesn't like this idea. And and Bob Bugner was seemed so instrumental in him winning the Norris Trophy a few years ago, but then he leaves and becomes a head coach and is now the head coach here. Maybe something changed with that relationship. Who knows? I mean, we're obviously just purely speculating. I mean, who knows? Maybe he's got a root canal and just really... Well, sure, dude. And, and, and I guess of the Sharks' contracts, he seemed to think that that was the one that, that people might have the most interest in and that he might not stand in the way of mm-hmm. something like that happening. Right. If it's, it's an a interesting... Te- um, that would be something. ...thought that... You know, if, if some team really wanted to go for it at the deadline and wanted to add a player like Brent Burns, that the Sharks could clear a mountain of cap space plus um, add, you know, some pretty nice assets back to their, you know, empty cupboard right now. Interesting. That would be that would be crazy. Okay, so Jumbo and Patty, dude, let's talk about that. Well, um, it's up to them, right? I mean, like, it's it's up to them. I guess this is something we never really considered. <laughs> Certainly, uh, who are you, Patty Lupone? Um, <laughs> this, ah, so, like, you got now you have to explain that. No, I don't. Y- yes, you have to explain that. This it, is a, a wild digression from a hockey. I podcast. know, but you, you can't just drop that. No one's gonna, no one's gonna get that. Right. So one one year, Doug and I and the wives were in New York City, and we went and saw Manny Patinkin and Patty Lupone on Broadway. And for some, I think there might be one listener out there, and he knows who he is. <laughs> he knows who he is. <laughs> who lives uh, somewhere by the ocean yeah. in California? Who knows exactly what we're talking about right now? I hope he still listens because oh, he this does. Is, of course, he does. This is definitely for him. But we were watching that, and for some reason, she was coughing all over the stage, <laughs> and we we really enjoyed that because it was really fun. In the middle of her song, she was like, uh, "Don't cry for." <laughs> <laughs> in the middle. and that was, was years great. ago and that we was still, so great and we still talk about it it was so great yeah it was great anyways um okay so anyway what were we talking about oh yeah patty and jumbo but um certainly you know patrick marlowe didn't even he declined to play for the carolina hurricanes because he wanted to come back to the Sharks so bad to me it just seems strange that he would want to accept a trade somewhere now well what i, I get, don't know i, I guess I, 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 well i and Jumbo, I don't know why he would rock that boat either, but maybe he just, he's like, okay, this is a lost cause, and he just wants one last kick at the can, and you know, now everyone loves to talk about, oh, we, the Bruins, and you can go to the Bruins again, and ah, I don't know. Who knows? I think this is just a bunch of talk. I don't think those guys want to do that at all. I would be really, really surprised. I don't think that's going to happen, but... I, I guess it's possible, but I, I'd be so surprised. It seems like there's, it's, that's... you know, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if you were them, dude, 
What would you do? I mean, like Joe Thornton has accomplished everything in his career except for winning a Stanley Cup. And if he could go back to the right situation, and you got to figure. Although I don't know, he might tr- he might want to play again next year. Mm-hmm. I don't know that this is it, right? I don't know that. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing. And and the thing is, anywhere he does go, even if he goes to Tampa Bay, which right now looks like the best team in the league back again you know they've won a bunch in a row and uh there's still a few points behind boston but they're certainly turning it on even if he did go to tampa bay which i don't think is possible even then if you if you look at like the the odds and stuff it's still less than 20 percent or 15 percent for any given team to win the cup so it's still a it's still a crapshoot regardless sure, of where it goes be, you'd be in the tournament right like he'd be he'd have the chance to to do it right like with the sharks you're not even going to be yeah you know and maybe but, but you're I don't right want to say maybe i don't want to say they don't care because of course they care of course but maybe they're it's not their priority right because if both of them said that they wanted to be moved there would be a market for them right there mm-hmm. would be yeah they would so. both people would want them it's not like there'd be any sort of great return but people would want them Right, you probably could get, you know, a a fourth mm-hmm. round pick for Patty. You might even be able to get a third for Joe. Like yeah. if 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 there was competition for his services, because you look at the list of players who are available at this deadline, mm. it's not great. No, it's not. So if you could add Joe Thornton, which in addition to adding, you know, a good bottom six center, you're getting one of the all time. Yeah. like great Passers. personalities yeah. and people right sure in the league to your roster i i hate to say it to you but i kind of i mean you kind of want to give him a I shot kinda, to do I, it I, I mean i would want him to do it see if they give a get a shot at winning what, a cup what a great story if he goes back to boston for his like i don't know i think that would be fun he'd still be a shark yeah he'd still be a shark in the hall of fame right but you know yeah, I, yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't hate seeing Joe playing hockey in June I wouldn't like, hate to see him raise the cup that's for sure you'd be excited about that yeah. right yeah I guess so I guess so like but but do I think that that's gonna happen no I don't I don't think that's gonna happen I don't think they want to do it yeah yeah I, it doesn't seem likely but uh I guess maybe they're just, if there's that bad down on the team, I guess anything's possible. Dude, looking ahead, like you said, there's definitely some winnable games here. And the Sharks have, like I said, have dropped below Anaheim. So this is like kind of a, I don't, you know, the, the Sharks are not, you know, they're, you know, they're 10 points out and there's so many teams ahead of them. I mean, they're not going to make the playoffs. It's just not going to happen. So the question is, can they build this team identity uh, behind what Bob Bugner wants yeah. and, can Peter, I mean, Barkley, you know, ride this team or drive this team into maybe a more physical style that's less based on skill and more based on this sort of team game and it's less yeah. stars, mercenaries going out there and, and trying to score on their own and more about, okay, everybody sticks up for each other. We're not going to score six goals a game. Um, and it, let's see what can happen. If you're not part of the next year's plan, right, then it's time to go. You know, yeah. like I think mm-hmm. if you're not part of next year's plan, then it's time to go. 
We've seen this with the Golden State Warriors, right? They just basically purged their roster. They're terrible. Mm-hmm. They're now, I mean, they're terrible for different reasons, right? Their right. their two best players are out, and when you're only playing five people at a time, like that's kind of hard. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so uh, they're gonna, you know, Warriors might have the number one pick in the NBA draft. They actually still have their pick. Thank you very much. Yeah. So you know, you're like, well, okay, you know, they're they're playing, but they've got a bunch of young guys who are playing a ton. Of minutes right now and getting a lot of experience like I enjoyed watching them play the Lakers last night because these guys like you know their first round pick last year Jordan Poole has been up and down but he's sticking threes in their pie hole last night (laughs) and the Warriors only lost by five like I mean like they were in that game um, and they should have been they they were losing by 20 plus and they came all the way back these you know rookies that's going to be valuable, right, mm-hmm. for next year when that guy pool only needs to play a dozen minutes, but he's going to have a bunch of experience playing meaningful minutes in bigger role. So when he does play those twelve minutes, he's not going to be freaking out, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, I if the Sharks aren't going to keep Carlson, they don't want him. Get rid of him. You know, if if you can, if you don't want to keep Marcus Sorensen anymore, which I don't know why you would, yeah. and the guy just has been a real zero the last two years. Get rid of him. You know what I mean? Let's right. see if anybody wants wants him, right? Like, start getting rid of these guys who you are not part of what you want to do. And like Kevin LeBanc, what do you what are you gonna do now? Are you gonna sign this guy? Or is he not part of the plan? Like wh- where are you with LeBanc, dude? It, I've never been a LeBanc supporter. Uh, I, I hate to say it. I, I'm sad to say it, but it's true. Stats again, dude. All right. It's just it seems like he has an opportunity to score on his stick and he misses the net or he just he he scores one important goal every long period of time and it just seems like I know maybe I just noticed the times where he doesn't score very much and yeah you know he's got 30 points in 50 games 55 games he's not going to get anywhere close to his to his uh you know total last year he's got a pretty good Corsi on the team Maybe he's got the best Corsi on the team of any regular player, and it's it's. And yet he can't score. So he's on he's on the so ice for that, all of this possession, and he can't score and rack okay. up points. So what does but, that mean? Okay. He's a forward. He's got a he's a winger. He's You're score. right. You're right. But he also it's not like he's got a like anybody else is doing magic out there, and he's the one holding back the team. I know. You now Kevin LeBanc is not a star, right? He's mm-hmm. a complimentary piece, and you know. We saw him at his best, you know, in the the biggest moment of the year last year when the Sharks came back and beat the Knights in Game 7. Like, mm-hmm. he was a huge part of that moment. Yeah, yeah. And you can see the skill and the creativity in that moment. And, you know, I'm sure he earned a ton of goodwill with the organization by taking the deal that he did. Right. Now, I don't know what the agreement is, but... I wouldn't just give him away. You know, it's hard to find 24-year-old guys who have 55, 60-point potential in the league. He's already done it once. I don't know. He's going to have... (laughs) He'll have 40-something points this year, right? Yeah, I guess. Around there. How many minutes a night is this guy playing? Let's see here. How many minutes a night is Kevin LeBanc playing? 16 uh, yeah. and change. I mean, it's pretty good. You know, I mean. He's playing. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, he he's he's out there on the ice. Yes. We can say that. I mean, you know, and 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 really though, I mean, he, yeah, dude. I don't know. It's yeah. it's a it, it's tough because it's not like you've got anybody to replace him. You right. don't have anybody to replace him. Yep. You know, and what what would you get for him unless you made a hockey trade and someone else sent you back something for him of equal value, right? You're not going to trade him for a third round pick. Yeah, like, that's be probably stupid. what it, that's probably what it is too. Like that that'd be stupid. Like why would you do that? A L- lot of questions about this team. I'm not the right person to ask about Kevin LeBanc. Well, maybe Kevin LeBanc's listening and he'll yeah. t- message us on Facebook. Maybe that's who Peter is. Maybe Peter's Kevin LeBanc. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're uh, right. two on the dude. two on the nose. Well, um here we are, dude. Um, we're two weeks away from the trade deadline. We're going to see if the Sharks, in fact, go on this run. That they're going to go on. Or they're going to go on an epic run. And every time <laughs> the listeners are are going to be with me on this. Every time they win a game, you're going to laugh, and then you're going to feel a little dead inside yeah. because then you're going to know that it's going to be so much more painful when it. Well, maybe. Maybe they are. Maybe maybe they get. Maybe they, oh oh they're only only eight games back. Oh, only six points back. Oh, oh, oh. Watch the next game. They're gonna lose like eight to one. Nope. <laughs> I'm telling you, they're, they're playing Calgary. Them. Calgary is a mess. They're right gonna want now. revenge. Okay, they can have revenge. How many games will Martin Jones play in the next five? Maybe maybe, maybe one. Maybe. Against the worst team. Try and play. predict which team he may play against. All right. Let's see. I mean, maybe against Minnesota or New Jersey, mm. you know, one of those or bad team. Play him against a bad yeah, team. Yeah, he he will likely play against Minnesota on Saturday the fifteenth, right? Like that's that'll yeah. probably be what happens because um, Dell will play against Calgary on Monday. He'll play against Winnipeg on Friday. So the Sharks have th- uh, three games in four nights. So then they'll um, yeah, they got to play Dell. Jones one of those. Yeah, they yeah, they gotta play Jones one of those they do. <laughs> oh. oh man. Man. Good, yeah. All right. Well Good times. Good good ending. Go go <laughs> shark go sharks. <laughs>